Hey, I'm Alan McGuire. And I'm Sarah Griffin. And this is Juvenalia, a podcast where we talk to an interesting person about a bit of pop culture that was important to them when they were young. Our guest today is a very sound and funny Twitter person that we like a lot, Trina Gallagher. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So you are a professional Hercules appreciator. Yes. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Cool. So for anybody who hasn't seen Disney's Hercules, which I was until like two years ago, tell us about Disney's Hercules. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, <what? laughs> I know like, it, it fell into my gap where oh, I moved into wow. Pixar. Yeah. yeah, and and as well, like, so it came out in nineteen ninety seven. But I feel like by the time I probably trickled down to the true screen cinema in Castle Bar, it was like late nineteen ninety eight. So um, I feel like like my sisters haven't seen it. They're uh, like, oh, that's not a thing we were into. What ages yeah. were they? Um, so they're a bit older than me. So, funnily enough, I I went to see it in the cinema with. So my sister and her friend were going to the cinema and they had to take me with them. So I was like eight and they were like 13 and obviously did not appreciate that at all. Mm -hmm. So I was going to go see Hercules, which is in one screen of the cinema and they were going to go and see Volcano. But Hercules was sold out. So I had to go into Volcano with them. Oh, and I was a very like delicate child. I'm easily scared, still am. Um, so I got about half an hour into Volcano and I was just like openly weeping and they were like, <laughs> can she just go and sit on the ground in the other screen? <laughs> so I just went in and sat on the aisle oh. um, and that was a particularly disgusting cinema. Like it was just... Very was, sticky. Very yeah. sticky. Very sticky bad times. A I lot of in the for a while. There's a lot of... Mm. Who, who knows what is going on in those dark floors? Yeah, I know a guy that used to work in a cinema and he was like, don't eat the popcorn in Wexford Omniplex. And I was like, oh God. We used to have a guy who would come in and crawl under the seat and uh, like not to steal anything just to do a bit of leg touching he oh, would go gross. in the back row and then he would get down on the ground and like wriggle around and like touch people's legs was it, was it a, a special cinema? it was a <laughs> UCI Kulak UCI Kulak it was fucking gross but uh, a bra- it takes a brave child to sit upon the floor of a yeah. cinema for Disney yeah, yeah. I just really was I was like the volcano was erupting people were dying I was like too no, much happening I am yeah. very small <laughs> yeah yeah and like that would frighten me now like this is how bad I am. Like, I got about 10 minutes into the first episode of Stranger Things and I was like, this is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's too jumpy. Yeah. It's yeah. 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 So, um, like, I'm, like, I'm terrified of, like, scary films. Like, horrors are, like, not for me. So, uh, so I went and sat on the floor. So I missed a good chunk of it. Um, but I really liked it. But then, obviously, the problem was you have to wait about three years for things to come out on video then. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Maybe you'd be like, oh, so that was released in America in 97, so it'll be here in 98, so I will get to see this sometime in secondary school. On yeah. yeah. Especially Jesus. Disney. Yeah, yeah. it took so there was long. no revisiting. Mm. There really wasn't. Yeah, yeah. No, so my sister went, was in America for work, and I remember she brought me back The Parent Trap and Hercules on VHS. <gasps> Amazing work. But they were yeah. American VHSs. So black and white. on your machine. Yeah. So there was this video shop in Casper. It's still there, actually. I don't know if they still rent DVDs. But um, they could convert them, like, to... I don't know. That's legit, amazing. Like, That's yeah. like witchcraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they could, like, they Some could convert them. Yeah. Mm. So I, I went in and, well, I don't know, I, like, begged one of my parents to bring me in and they were like, Grant. Um, but they couldn't do it. And I was like... I have this tape at home and I need to see this film from the beginning um, I just couldn't access it mm. so yeah it was probably ages then before I actually saw the whole thing on video and I was like you know this is this is worth the wait yeah it's yeah. like your own like seven tasks of Hercules actually see this film <laughs> yeah, well. exactly the trials of Hercules <laughs> yeah. except it was just me and what a terrible <laughs> way to go into it like what a hardcore thing when you're little is to miss and imagine missing the beginning of I Hercules know. which is just like I feel like 
that plays on loop in the back of my head like most yeah. days like that opening sequence is it's splendor so like it's so great so good but I think so the first bit I really remember seeing is like a good bit it's like after halfway into the film it's like after Hercules and Meg like have their date day and they're like down at the like pond or fountain or whatever it is but I mustn't there's no way I lasted through an hour of Volcano like there's just no yeah. way yeah. so I must have been in it much earlier than that but I just don't remember well, it's probably like rocking back and forth on the ground like trying to soothe myself <laughs> yeah exactly just like weeping in front of everyone Um, but yeah so I missed the first I missed the start which is unreal but I would argue that there's no low points in the film no. like it's no. all it, it bangs Um. so yeah that was kind of that was my first experience and then I just used to rent it all the time on video Um. <laughs> and my so my dad is like a retired guard and he was like really like by the book so like you couldn't rent a 12s video in our house until you were 12 mm-hmm. and I vividly remember getting Harriet and the Spy on DVD about a month before my 12th birthday and I came out of the video shop and sat in the car and he was like what did you get and I was like Harriet the Spy and he was like that's a 12s and I was like and he made me go in and return it. Wow. Way. Iron fist. Yeah. That yeah. is strictness. So I just used to get Hercules all the time because I was like, this is like you or whatever it was, you know, back yeah. then. Yeah. So um, so I just used to get it all the time because obviously my dad was like, well, you're not getting anything. I erase your <laughs> You're myth. still a child. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would say Hercules is racier than Harriet the Spy. Yeah, Definitely yeah, more yeah. Violent. There's, 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 yeah. Is, uh, there's a lot she's of violence. She's kind of an asshole, though. Isn't she? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, who hurts why? Yeah. yeah, yeah Wasn't she really mean? Didn't snooping. she, like, write really mean things in a diary about people? Was she Was she not somebody who, like, public... Like, I'm mixing her up with somebody else. There was a lot of, like, sassy investigative girls during a brief period, I think, in the sort mm. of... Oh, like, like Alex Mack. Yeah, like Alex Mack. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I feel yeah. like they all kind of blur into one... Uh, nosy ass kid yeah I think she like used to write stuff down in a diary and it was like her like investigative notes but it was kind of just like mean things about people yeah yeah yeah, yeah, exactly (laughs) like the early burn book and then like her friends found it and it was like this big fallout Um, Harriet Spy another film I wasn't allowed to go and see in cinema with my friends because it was trust did it turn you to a rebel later thank you Don oh yeah I had (laughs) (laughs) I had a very precarious few years in my teens yeah yeah I'm 12 now what are you going to do now yeah like watch me (laughs) throwing rocks Uh, watching spy movies I was like so my parents weren't actually that strict but like (laughs) I just was like a prime example of someone who kind of rebelled because like there was just a lot of stuff I wasn't like what do you got for me to do it but then I was also very afraid of getting in trouble so it wasn't a good mix so I'd like do something bold get caught inevitably and then I'd be like oh my god this is the worst thing that's ever happened but then like a month later I'd be like back at it I'm just gonna (laughs) gonna do some underage drinking again yeah Yeah. Um, so Hercules yes okay what did you like about Hercules what they tell what's so I think what I really liked about Hercules so it's like um, the two Disney films that had come out before it were Pocahontas and The Hunchback of Notre Dame which are both kind of like that was a that's a weird era of Disney movies yeah. wasn't it yeah like they're kind of really dark serious like yeah they're yeah. really fucking serious Pocahontas was the first time I saw in the cinema and I was like this is good but like it's heavy going intense mm. like yeah, yeah. I don't know how I feel about this John Smith character whatsoever <laughs> and then I don't really remember seeing The Hunchback of Notre Dame but then I saw Hercules and I was like this is gas like mm. it's so funny mm. um, and I loved Meg because she wasn't like your standard like Disney mean. princess Harry. Yeah yeah. yeah yeah she was so sassy um, so I really liked that but I think what I liked most was 
Hades, like he's mm. the best yeah. character, mm-hmm. which is obviously really unfortunate now. And you know, oh, James, James Woods. Woods. Yeah. yeah. So that's a letdown. Mm-hmm. But um, but all the gods were amazing. Like that whole lineup of all the way the different gods were. Were you a Greek myth kid? No, but I think as well, I was really into like Irish mythology and right. folklore and stuff. So yeah. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Mm. Like this is kind of like a Ku Cullen type figure. So I think that was like, that was probably part of the reason I enjoyed it mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, I really liked that Meg was like, you know, kind of no shit like. Mm. Um, because, see, I have some pretty trash opinions about Disney films. And Alan, I know, I, I know you are like a big Disney person. The thing is, I'm not actually a big, if you, well, relative to normal people, I am. But relative to Disney fans, I'm not. Okay. Relative yeah. to Disney fans, I'm a nothing trash person. <laughs> <laughs> but I do go on Disney cruises and I have seen uh, Villains Tonight, which is a musical on the one of the Disney ships mm. where Hades, it's basically catches up on what Hades is doing now. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get into it in a while, but I want to hear some more of your trash opinions. My mouth just opened so, involuntarily there. I was like, what? <laughs> um, so, I was going to say, they're not necessarily trash. They're definitely trash. Um, but I just think, like, I don't love, like, the big Disney films. Like, I'm not really into Lion King. Like, I enjoy it. It's not something I'd ever rewatch as an mm. adult. Uh, and I'm like, like, it's fine. They're kind of just knocking around the jungle for a long time, though. Like, get to the point. I can't mm. watch any Disney film as an adult that has parent death, which rules out a lot of yeah. them actually mm. yeah. a lot of them I can't yeah. do it I, I find it really That's really grueling point. I'm like yeah. and now that I know a, a, a small bit of information about story structure I'm just like oh I understand what you're doing here mm. you're like liberating the child to go on a journey by yeah. freeing it of <laughs> its parents cool well don't like once you, once you sort of see under the veil I think unless you genuinely love it and receive joy from it it just looks like a, a machine that works really well yeah. and I think for me things like The Lion King yeah um, I, I, I'm not a, I'm actually not a Disney princess yeah. gal myself at all. Like I loved Cinderella. Like I, we had that at home on video, I think, and I used to watch it all the time. And I remember people were like Cinderella, like what a ridiculous choice. But I really liked that, um, and I really liked Aladdin. But like loved Aladdin. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's my second favorite, and it's the same director as. Oh, and makes kind of sense, yeah, yeah, as Hercules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think well, like the color palette and the pacing, yeah, and the the the, the heightened. And I think they do like they have a lot of like current like current for the time, obviously like pop culture kind of references in Aladdin, um, and I think that's why I like it as an adult as well because I'm like, oh, that's really funny, and I didn't get that as a kid. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it's the same with Hercules. Like, there um, is a really weird cameo. Well, not it's, it's actually an extended or Hermes in Hercules, played by Paul Schaefer from David Letterman. Yeah, for all the kids who are really into Paul Schaefer, Schaefer <laughs> from David Letterman. <laughs> I, I was think like, Tim Lederman was like really big at the time yeah, but, but it was such a random choice because he's really he's playing Paul Schaefer it's like hey yeah. kids yeah. you love Paul Schaefer right but he's so funny like, oh he's great yeah, yeah, yeah. actually as an adult like he literally every time he's on screen like I crack up like mm. I just really enjoy him um, but yeah so I think I kind of didn't tend to like the kind of like typical Disney films that people were really into the animal ones basically yeah, yeah. Um, like yeah Dumbo doesn't exist to me do you know, like I do not observe the Dumbo, Dumbo, Bambi, like, infer- like well, that, that, that the, the, the nebulous, like, can't, mm. I'm just like, this is, I, I do want, I weirdly want to see the Tim Burton one, um, because I'm curious to see what he's got up to these days. But the animated sad elephant with yeah. the big ear, mm, I know, it's, mm. it's, I don't really remember seeing that one as a kid, actually. It's very sad. But very like, sad. I, yeah, I wasn't really into Disney when I was small, um, like we never really had like videos and stuff like tapes in the house like we had a few um, Cinderella but you get the rewatch value out of them then do yeah. you know what I mean yeah. that's the only way it exists to you is yeah, in that exactly. like, exactly. tiny world yeah. so like I think I've probably seen them or you know like a birthday parties like you'd watch like a, a Disney video um, so like not many of them stand out to me except Aladdin 
and Hercules. Mm. Really, they're kind of the, the only two that stand out to me. Um, and they both have the best music, I think. Oh, the music, extreme bangers. Like yeah. they're my my two favorite things about Hercules are Hades and the music. Mm. Yeah, but music that guy too, Alan Menken, who does the music for Hercules, he did like, um, he did the Little Mermaid, and he did. Um, Beauty and the Beast as well, didn't he? Beauty and the Beast, yeah. and he's done a couple of Broadway shows. Like he did the book for Fifth Act. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So um, and Little Shop of Horrors. Wow. Yeah, okay. So, and you yeah, know the way like Little Shop of Horrors has that kind of like sixties girl Do band kind, kind of thing. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a bit of that in Hercules as well. Mm. Um, yeah, but way more soulful. I think. But I think what Little Shop of Horrors does is. Um, like obviously you have the 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 Phil Spector style between mm. gals in the street, you know, who are like your your Greek chorus. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Will. Uh, oh my god, yeah, they totally fucking lines up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. it's really similar. And actually, my boyfriend's really into like um like fifties girl bands and boy bands. Mm. Like he's obsessed with Beach Beach Boys and like loves Phil Spector's work. <laughs> not as a human. Yeah, yeah. not a dozen. Yeah. No, yeah. he's cancelled. He's long cancelled. Definitely cancelled. I think we can all stand over that one. Yeah. Um. But I was. We were talking like obviously very early in our relationship. I brought up like how much I loved Hercules, and he was like, "Music and that is so good." Mm. And like he wouldn't be a Disney person at all. Like I'd say he hasn't watched a Disney film since he was like a literal child. Um. But Hercules ends up being one of the over. It's it's definitely B tier. If the C tier is like if a, if the A tier is like the Little Mermaid, mm. Beauty and the Beast, right, whatever, and then the B tier definitely is Hunchback, um, uh, Pocahontas, Herc. Yeah. C tier is sadly my boy, my sweet, my sweet Prince Robin Hood, <laughs> um, and uh, represent me accurately, you cowards, uh, fucking Sword in the Stone. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, that's that I love, I love Sword in the I Stone. Love that. So that's my, that would be my yeah, like big yeah. heartful. But those, that's the tier. So Hercules gets lost in the middle. You know, it's because it's a post Toy Story. Disney film. Do you think that's why that is? I think so. Did it come out after Toy Story? Yeah, Toy Story is 95, 94, 95. So Toy Story and Bugs yeah. Life were already oh, out. Oh, oh, oh. Bugs Life, weird. So yeah. it's weird that Hunchback and uh, Hercules are like very human-based films. Yeah. Because CG couldn't do that. Yeah. Pixar really, couldn't do Hercules. The only CG really in Hercules is the Hydra. Yeah. yeah. Really. And it, it does show. It's, and it's so obvious. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a and, shame. And one thing about Hercules as well in terms of how the bodies are drawn is that it's hyper stylized. Yeah. Mm. So the way that they're all of the human figures and godlike figures are drawn is like they're they're not like if you they're really angular and stuff they're really yeah, they're angular really sharp and stuff curls and mm. Greek like the way the columns are yeah. like there is a, a visual style book and an animation in it that doesn't want to look realistic and doesn't want to it's actually yeah. the furthest away you can get from 3D animation most yeah. of it yeah. because it doesn't it's really two dimensional Yeah, it's not pu- pulling any illusion up for you to think that it's realistic yeah. it's, it's amazing and, and no other Disney film looks like it mm. which I really yeah. like as it well. hasn't got that Mary Blair like soft touch yeah. background and her yeah. Mary Blair's yeah. work I fucking love it oh all. she's genius yeah outstanding visual work and that did inform an aesthetic like a princess aesthetic yeah. for years but Hercules is such a fucking outlier but really interestingly the production designer for Hercules was the guy I can't remember his name but he did the artwork for The Wall the Pink Floyd album weird yeah. oh my god so I think it was like it was the directors like really liked it and they like reached out to him so yeah he's the production designer so I think Whoa. he's the one that kind of came up with that concept yeah. yeah yeah. I think they really made an effort to take the look of Grecian urns mm. and it's like they showed Angles. him a lot in there yeah. but it yeah, is like yeah. the fact that he can like map the Hercules character directly onto an urn at several times. Yeah, I think he did times. I think yeah. when I thought of it recently it was when I saw Moana and the way that directed Maui, by those 
Same trajectories. No way. Mm-hmm. There, there we go. go. Yeah. Because when you see the way that Maui has the tattoos of the story of his mythology on his body, like obviously it's from a different um, like geographic region and a different history. Yeah. But it's, I can see the thread. Yeah. Going from something like Hercules, yeah. which again, because it's mythology related, makes sense. But even those angles and those mm. shapes and that just the tattoos. I mean, it looks different. Like you know, yeah. it does. It stands out of the Disney film that doesn't look like other Disney films, mm. like Beauty and Beef. Cinderella, The Lion King, you know, snake waist, big eyes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They, they look quite similar, like very cartoony, whereas I don't think Hercules looks, well, it doesn't look like that. Like, it's mm. so different. Meg in particular is totally different. Her body is so different. She has this yeah. random, like, her weird her angles. Angles. I'm like, yeah, yeah. is it a hip? Is it her bum? It's is it part a, of the dress? It's like, like a don't, sash. I don't always understand. think about that weird sash because I had a Meg doll. I had like a Barbie oh, of Meg. Cool. Do not know where it came from or who got it for me, but I fucking had one. And I loved the, the, the dress on it. And it had the yoke, but I remember distinctly holding it and going why is that there yeah. what is that what do you put do you yeah. do you put like a bot- like a bottle of coke in there like what do you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what do you, you have a function do I rest you know? something on you and the way that like you know you watch all these beautiful videos like from the, the past of uh, the figure models for like Tinkerbell mm. or and you can see these beautiful black and white videos of them modeling the bodies and there's this 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 attempt to kind of capture especially with the the, the princess canon of the A-list to uh capture the fluidity of this this inverted commas very particular feminine form whereas Meg is very stiff mm. and very like her hair is just like a solid ma- it doesn't yeah. move, there's mm. no the way that they move is inhuman and stylized yeah. and fucking gorgeous she kind of like glides along really, yeah. like the way she walks she's especially. like Jessica Rabbit's like mean sister yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh you do yeah. you, I think yeah. there's definitely a leg yeah. moment you know yeah. like they, they're not above above like doing doing a sex thing upon her but um, it's definitely different from that yeah. um, infantilized yeah. princessy mm. shit that, oh that like I definitely think so I like really fancied hero Hercules as a child you know mm. when you're like I don't know why I feel like this, but, but I feel a bit funny about something. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really know what it is. And I think my sister definitely fancied Meg. Like we talked about this. I was like, I fancied her too. And she was like, well, I fancied Meg. So that's understandable. Yeah, yeah. They're very attractive cartoons. They were. They were. Yeah. They, were. they yeah. all were. Yeah, because like. yeah, I guess Hercules does go through a character shift. He's like such a scrawny little, mm. little yoke. With these massive hands and massive feet. Like he's just not able to control. Yeah, and you know, so I think cool. that they, could, that I remember the size of his hands and they did the swirl on each other's knuckles. knuckles. Yeah. Like yeah. it's lovely details like that that yeah. make it just so um, like considered mm. or something you know? yeah and then he becomes like hyper butch later and like neck face and all that but yeah. um, like bullseye your face you know um, but uh, yeah his his transformation is really really interesting yeah, like physically he's, like he's, that he's kind of hot like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he's ginger as well no less yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, rare, a rare bird in that world yeah I'm like is this very representational of what Greek people would look like I don't know <laughs> no oh no these are no, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're Jesus yeah. like Zeus yeah. is like Oh, these, like, I was like so I was making notes on my phone about this and I literally I just have a note on it that just says Zeus dash giant pecs like they oh. are literally like the, the length of his upper body like mm. they're so massive yeah yeah it's so swirling. funny it was, it was like they wanted to like one up Triton from Little Mermaid yeah. it's like well, obviously Zeus is better than Triton He's like, so we need to like make him even more daddy apparently yeah. <laughs> old thick Triton yeah. here you know Zeus is Triton's uncle Hey, mm. of course he is. So, so that um, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades actually in Greek mythology are brothers. Bros, yeah. And Poseidon is Triton's father. So Ariel and Hercules, first cousins. 
Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Who knew Bill Ginger? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's the family resemblance. Um, so, yeah, apparently, like, it didn't, it wasn't really well received at all in Greece because, like, well, yeah. yeah, like, you know, it does not stick to the actual mythology whatsoever. Or even, couldn't because Zeus, yeah. Zeus was big out here fucking anything with the pulse. And like. also, uh, so Hercules had four wives. Oh well. wow! Yeah. Okay, Megara was his second wife. So apparently, oh. they just combine like different elements of all four of them. Oh, but my wife was reading all this last night, reading it out to me. She's going, "Listen to this now." <laughs> Wait, let me fucking tell you. Hera in the film is oh, Hercules' yeah. mother. She's the one who persecutes him for his entire life in Greek mythology. Yeah, she's the one who does all the sh- the shit to him. Because no she's way. not his yeah. mom in real li- in, in, re- in, in real life. No, it's a, just a, a regular commoner. So it's yeah. the woman who finds him. His like adopted mother. Yeah, yeah. Ah. So she's Alchemy. Um, so, so like I read on Wikipedia that like Zeus, um, like disguises himself as her husband. Yeah, yeah. Zeus did a lot of like this is Zeus did a lot of disguising himself as other things to have yeah. sex with Earth women. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, not not okay, Zeus. Um, oh, also Hercules isn't his name in Greek mythology mm. either. It's Heracles. Hercules is the ah, Romanized version. The Roman name. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I think they thought it sounded better for the the film, so they wanted yeah. it to have like the premiere in, in Greek, and they were like. <laughs> we're all right actually no, we're actually yeah we're going to take a hard pass on we're this grand. one the thing is in terms of like a lot of like because I did Greek and Roman civilization for a year in college so I'm obviously an expert on this <laughs> it does get a lot of stuff right about like Greek history and Greek architecture yeah. and there's a lot of like effort Weird and love details. in there yeah and especially with a lot of the way all the gods look I think well, yeah, and look, yeah, I love the gods. Like, I wish there was more of the gods and in it. Yeah. yeah, and like the like all the different colors and the way they look. Somebody's done a screen grab here of all of them. You can. I, I was Poseidon really is amazing. Yeah, yeah Poseidon's like, so good because he's not. He, he looks like a, a grumpy old mean guy, which is what Poseidon yeah. is. Athena, yeah. Athena's pretty baller, and she has an owl on her shoulder. Yeah, which is nice. yeah, it's really and cool. A, there's a the, in in this particular screenshot that I have here. There's Ares. Wow, gonna murder this pronunciation. Hephaestus. That sounds oh, like hephaitis. a venereal disease. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, Helios, Demeter, Persephone's knocking around, which is mm. questionable. Athena, <laughs> Apollo, and Dionysius. Um, so like, and there Aphrodite is a very one there, no? Huh? Aphrodite isn't in it? Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a few pictures. I'm like, I'm really hesitant to <laughs> to see what happens if I click on a picture of her. Yeah. Um, there's she'll be pouring everywhere ever, God love her. Um, but yeah, she's all like pink and yeah. purpley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also has clothes that have like unnecessary pockets mm. on them or sashes. And in the, she's in the animated series a bit. Okay, I'm upset. I'm really glad you mentioned the animated yeah, yeah. series because I fucking loved it. It was so, so weird and so good. Yeah. And it only, maybe they showed on like live and kicking. It's always like on weird. Saturday, Saturday morning. morning. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I never, I didn't get to watch too much of it because I had like Irish dancing on a, a Saturday morning. <laughs> I was busy. <laughs> yeah, I like, I had places to be. Um, but I loved it. So like, some days like, if, you know, if there was no like dancing on or something or if I was sick or whatever, I'd get to watch this and I'd be like, yes, this is unreal. Um, what, like, in that, like Icarus was his best friend and yeah. they basically like, insinuated that like, Icarus was genuinely a bit of an idiot from flying too close to the sun. Like, he was like, you know, like, I don't think he was meant to be, like, the full chilling. Mm. I read I've never seen the cartoon. It. Oh, oh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I would nearly sit yeah. down tonight now and go back to it. But, you know, and yeah, and he's all, like, he's still burnt from the sun. Yeah, like, his hair is all over the place and stuff. And his, um, it, it, someone is in, who's in it that's, like, his, like, mortal enemy? Um, Apollo. No, it's not Apollo. There's, there's, t- there's a few villains knocking around here. Give me, give me a tip. It's someone else that's meant to be, like, in the Prometheus Academy, like, in, in... Is it 
mechanically is something like that. There is no, so what's like the premise of the cartoon? So he's meant to, they're, they're meant to be in like, I suppose, secondary school essentially, like the oh, Prometheus okay, Academy. Right. So it's before, like, like it, it doesn't follow the same storyline as the film. And yeah. it actually kind of like contradicts a lot of stuff that happens mm. in the film, but it's meant to be him like going through. So he hasn't had his like transformation into like a hero okay, yeah. or whatever. He's still scrawny. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's in the white toga. So mm. I think the hands and feet are a bit more proportionate to the rest of him. Mm. Um, and it's just kind of about his trials and tribulations as a teenager. There's not much, there's actually weirdly not much on it. Yeah. And I am going to definitely go and do a bit of a YouTube black hole on this because I loved it. So my boyfriend was like, can you please try and mention about the Aphrodite song um, in the in the animated series so I don't remember this but he really loved it and apparently she used to just like arrive down in like her big clamshell or whatever and they just had this little song they would just sing like her name like three or four times or something but he was like watching it on a loop on YouTube the last night and like cracking up it was like a seven second clip and he was like back to the start and I watched it again Um, so Jason I've done your bidding for you Uh, it's amazing how okay hang on here it is no, that's not right. I will find it and I'll put it on later on. Or we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll yeah, track yeah. it in. It's really Because it, it's amazing that Disney had all these weird little temporary TV series before their brand. Their branding was always yeah. like... Mm. Well, they were, clad, they were doing a lot of like um, like direct-to-video sequels and animated series and stuff. Little Mermaid 2. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like Aladdin, you know, like The Return, Return of Jafar. Which yeah. is like a banger of a film. I loved that. Mm, I, I definitely really saw that, that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Hercules actually really underperformed for Disney like they thought it was going to do way better so they had kind of hoped that it would like outperform Hunchback because they were going like obviously a totally different route because the two previous films had been so serious and domestically Hunchback made 100 million and Hercules made 99 oh they were like weird. shit yeah, yeah. yeah so I think that's why there probably wasn't a sequel and no oh, merch and no like well, legacy see, of this stuff. This is what's really know? funny. So apparently all the Disney stories for a while were in America were rebranded to the Hercules stories. Oh, because the merch was the gag, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. Um, and apparently it does, it, like it has kind of lived on really well. And like I said, they obviously have like the, on the cruises and stuff, they feature mm. them. Um, and apparently like in Disney World and stuff, they're featured a lot, especially like in the villain stuff. But yeah, it kind of underperformed domestically but then did a bit better globally but it was they thought it was going to be like an absolute smash mm. like the cast are unbelievable yeah you know yeah, it it's is one of really... the first like all-star cast Disney yeah. ones I think it's, it's definitely the move towards that is my, my fun fact about um the cast is the voice of Megra is um uh, the voice of Rose Quartz in Steven Universe yeah, and Susan, Egan. Huge Susan Egan and she's mm. like a huge yeah. West End and Broadway like singer she has a, such a distinctive yeah. singing voice yeah. and I don't think anybody really sounds like her so she was the first Belle on, on Broadway in yeah. Beauty and the Beast no way yeah so apparently when they were doing this she was like I really want to be Meg and the director what's her name Ron Clements I've totally got that wrong I think that's right yeah. And the, yeah I can't remember the other guy's name and mm. um, they were like, no, like, like Meg needs to be like real sassy and feisty and you're too sweet, like you're Belle, blah, blah, blah. And I think they auditioned a lot of people and like, you know, couldn't find anyone. And then she came so in and did it and they were like blown away by how... She's amazing. Oh yeah. my God, she is so funny. I've like, nearly seen her live twice and missed out because on the longer Disney cruises, they get a Disney Broadway star on to do a show. Whoa. So, and she's one of the people who does it. But I've 
just missed her each time. We had uh, Michelle Mullardy in the last one, who was Belle on Broadway and was also Evita. Oh, oh wow! And she was okay. incredible. I got, yeah. I got to sing a song with her on stage, actually. Oh my god! Yeah, what did you think? Um, so she did this thing. Alan keeps shit like this in his pockets, <laughs> and then once every like five episodes. Oh, by the way, so there was a smaller thing like the day before her show called a masterclass with Michelle Mullardy, where I thought it was gonna be like a, like a Q and A thing, where we would just turn up and she'd just talk about her career. But instead, she went, like, "Who wants to learn a song?" So like 20 people got up and she like taught us a dance routine and a song from Mary Poppins. She was in the Mary Poppins musical as well. Oh my God. And then she went, you're going to do this on stage with me tomorrow to the 20 of us. And we were like, all right. So then we had to like get up and do it in front of like 300 people in the, in the theater oh with, my with God. Michelle Minardi. It was deadly. That is fucking boring. And that the other so person cool. we saw on the other cruise was Chuck Wagner, who was the first beast on Broadway. Whoa, okay. Yeah. That's and such so good people. people. And yeah. he was in like... Um, Man of La Mancha as well. He originated one of the roles in that. And he was um, David Hasselhoff's best man at his first wedding. Whoa. He had quite the career. That is some, that is some yeah. sessions. Like. Man of La Mancha is such a good show as well. Oh yeah, it was amazing. It was, it was, Excellent. Um, I'm going to open it. ASMR. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> you love it. But to see favorites. people like that like sing those songs live for you, it's... Unbelievable! Unreal. I I need to go. I need to see Susan Egan sing so, like it's. She played Millie in Thoroughly Modern Millie, which is one of my favorite musicals. Mm-hmm. And um, she she did a video on YouTube of her. Um, that was a really good one of a, a Sutton Foster singing it as well. Oh but, yeah. Uh, Susan Egan does a really good um, Gimme Gimme, which is one of like, the best she, songs. She's so young as well. Like I realized that she would mm. only have been like in her mid twenties when she was. Yeah, doing she's forty nine now. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So she would have been. So like it was released in ninety seven. So I presume it was being filmed like ninety five, ninety six, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um. So she literally would have been like twenty five or twenty six. God, it just makes me feel so her voice had such Her voice had such complexity. Yeah, and it mm. really doesn't sound like any of the other Dis- Disney girl because yeah. like you can you can do a Disney girl voice really yeah. easily like and I think the best example of somebody doing doing a Disney girl voice is Amy Adams in Enchanted. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, like where you can. Re- with relatively little effort fake princess voice if, if you have a couple of notes in your head it's easy same way fake Julie Andrews voices but um, Susan Egan is just like mm. completely unreplicatable bizarre voice well as well what I really like about her song is that like it's written for an alto and all Disney princesses are Socks. sopranos yeah, mm. yeah. so I can't sing along because I'm are you essentially sure? a tenor like uh. I have a, like a man's voice, essentially. You're so lucky. So like, oh I'm God. in a musical society and I'm an alto, oh God, and I'm so lucky. like, this is just a little. But bit you just high get for me. deadly roles though for that, like. Well, yeah. I just I just do like chorus and stuff, oh. but like it's yeah, it's really fun. But like obviously, when you're an alto, it's like, like uh, there's a lot of like singing the same notes. One of my here's a first yeah. world. Here's, a, here's one of the first world problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was, I was so devastated when I was I was in a choir for a, a long time. Um, the the Garda choir, no less. <laughs> don't don't tell anybody that in the smoking area, and they will realize you're they think you're I, not. I just outed myself as a child <laughs> of a guard. Don't worry. <laughs> Welcome to the narcast. <laughs> um, but I was uh, my my mom's friends brought me along to choir in college, and I I will never forget how devastated I was when I found out I was soprano. I was like, I, this is, this sucks. I don't want it. I don't want all this little yeah. high things. I want low, because uh, I have a low speaking voice. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm still mad that I can't, I, I, I don't have the range for any of the songs I want to so sing. So like, I was a soprano in school, which I don't understand. Like we As we get choir, older, our voices drop. Yeah, yeah. oh, my mind went. Did you go up? I was a baritone in my school choir. And then when I was in a adult choir recently, I was a tenor. Because there was no tenor. So I yeah. they took all the baritones oh, into tenors. So yeah, my voice just from yeah. singing higher for five years just got higher. Yeah. But um, yeah, my singing voice has gone higher. I'm from singing in the car stuff, where you uh, can do that more freely than you can in your bedroom. You're more freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, I think um, 
So I'm a speech language therapist, so like that's what I work of. Um, so obviously we learn lots of stuff about voice and stuff yeah. in college, but it was not an area I excelled in. And um, I lose my voice really easily, which is like really ironic. Like I, I should know how to like look after it properly, mm. but like it goes so easily. So because I was at Westlife and out last night and stuff, my friend was like, here, like you're not going to be able to record anything tomorrow. Like, what are you on about? And I was like, screeching along with the songs, and she was like, "Stop!" <laughs> like, literally not going to be able to try talk. and fucking stop me though. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so when I try and like get like thing even kind of high alto notes, I'm like, oh my, like I could, like I, it's physically painful for me. Like, and wow. I'm like, this is so bad because I know like the anatomy of like what's happening Taking to my my throat. vocal folds. I'm yeah. like, oh no, I'm sorry, I'm treating you so poorly. Um, <laughs> So yeah. no, Meg's voice in that particular song is so unlike a sort of a, a it's Disney so heroine. Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. un yeah. And and again, all of the music from that entire with with the kind of vague exception of um uh the the big we were talking about it earlier off mic and I can't think of what it, and now the the name is gone out the big sad herc one. Oh yeah, uh, go the distance. Thank you. Yeah. Can't talk about that in too much detail or I'll start crying. <laughs> um, but uh, without with the exception of go the distance, which is phenomenal songwriting yeah, so uh, and brutally sad. Um, the presence of the muses so you literally yeah. have the Greek chorus mm. uh, uh, and the gospel chorus yeah. of these other women and they I think are what make it really compelling and uh, musically layered mm. you know there's a really good video I can't oh, remember I, I saw it recently it's yeah. just like a two and a half minute clip of mm. them it's all different clips of them rehearsing and I'm it's just unbelievable like they're they're just standing around the studio dressed in totally normal clothes making fucking magic like, making yeah. incredible magic and having a great time yeah yeah I'd say that was good fun like the joy of it and you you understand then why the music sounds so powerful because the energy that they you kind of understand what people say when they when they mean when they say that somebody's bringing energy to something mm. with the composition of the muses yeah and uh, I again I don't think there's anything like it yeah anymore so especially in contemporary Disney films which are occasionally musically brilliant of course but that wildness and hugeness of yeah. it I don't know it's just it's not like it's so powerful and they're funny like they're funny to watch when they're mm. singing um, and obviously the, the visuals for the, the music themselves were taken from the singers as well yeah. like there's a lovely uh, an animatedness hilariously but they the, the attention to detail yeah, and so the characters yeah. is like they exaggerated obviously like they make like the the tall slim women like you know super tiny and then mm. there's a woman who's like bigger but they make her like really, really short, short. Yeah. yeah Um. but I yeah I love them I think they're they're so good and like <laughs> so you know that thing that people were doing um where it was like, it would show you, uh, you'd go into your Spotify and it would show you like who would headline a festival based on your most listened to. Oh yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> and like my headline act at my festival was like the Hercules soundtrack. Cause Zero <laughs> to Hero is like my most listened to song. Like I'm mm. obsessed. It goes so hard. Yeah. Like everything about it is amazing. Like it has a, it has so much going on, so much happening yeah. in it. Like it's- And that passage in the film is so good. I like, mm. so when I was making notes, like I had to keep like pausing to like make notes about what was actually happening on the screen. Like I yeah. couldn't type mm. quickly enough. Um, yeah, it's so funny. And it's it's so witty. Like that bit where it's like, you know, um, now nouveau riche and famous, he could tell you what's, what's a Grecian urn. And like, that meant nothing to me as a child and then I had to do Keats for the leave insert and I was like oh a Grecian urn like I get it now yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's just it's 
so good. Layered as hell. There yeah. seems to be like a a growing consensus that Hercules has the best music of definitely any of the modern Disney films. Yeah. I've seen it mentioned a lot that people are starting to it's kind of it's slowly working its way up into the eighth yeah. year. Yeah. Now as I more hope and more people are seeing I, it. Like I was in Penny's last week and I saw that they had Hercules pajamas and I did nearly did lose they? my reason. Yeah, they've like, there yesterday. <laughs> colours aren't like, great. Oh. Colours aren't great. The top is peach and I'm like, really? Um mm. but the shorts are like uh wee little um uh, hot pants with with Herc himself on them. They're grey and peach, and he's glittery. Oh, so I was like, I'm so sorry about fast fashion, but I will never <laughs> ever throw these away, ever, ever. These I'm going to wear these Amazing. forever. Because you never really feel on stuff. You know, they're a little no. slap a Disney character on anything. Yeah, yeah they're currently nice. going through an aristocrat phase. Oh, aristocrat phase, which is also another weird C tier. Uh, yeah. But also slaps in so many different ways. Yeah, so long. Oh, it's great. It's fucking bizarre, but it's really also good tunes. But yeah. the Hercules music, maybe God, maybe it will sneak up a day to Here's the thing, right? On the Disney cruise, there's some piece of music you hear a lot around the ship. Mm. One is when you wish upon, upon a star, because oh, that's like the um, yeah. when they do a ship announcement, it goes boom, 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 oh, boom, boom, boom. That's gas. And when you're at sea at midday every day, the horn does that. Oh, and it's the, and it's the loudest thing you've ever heard. But the other piece of music you hear is the instrumental of Go to Distance. It yeah. plays like at the start of the shows when the cruise director comes out for evening. It, there's a bit in one of the restaurants where Sorcerer Mickey runs out and says hello to everybody. Mm. And Go to Distance plays. And it's just that and when you just want to start are just around yeah. a lot. Because it is like That's this so perfect distilled it like, like four notes of Disney. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, really it's one of those little melodies. It's got just... a fanfare to it. And they have yeah. a lot of tension because I can hear it where it goes. And it goes like there's like a deep kind of a promising note in the back. And they use it as a theme like throughout the film. So like so obviously after he sings it like this is the bit I cried at this morning when I was over when he's like saying goodbye to his parents. Oh yeah. He's like you're the best parents anyone could ever ask for it. And I was like oh my god they've raised you as their own. I was like just having a full blown meltdown. But obviously there's like a reprieve of the song after he speaks to Zeus but they use it like as a theme in the background and it just sounds so fab. And that's George Bart that sings it. No not George what's his name? Roger Bart. He he played uh, so he's he's been in loads of um he's been in loads of loads of Broadway shows. He was in the producers, like the original oh, production wow. of the producers. Um but he played I what I know him from is um Desperate Housewives. Remember George, the pharmacist? Yes, I know he looked so familiar when I saw him on yeah, IDB yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. That um what's her name? that character's name the right Brie Brie yeah that she does she marry him or I think she, she does yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Best but you're all gonna oh okay he's yeah. great he's uh, great though you'd probably I think you'd know him if you you'd saw him he's face. just one of those yeah, yeah. actors that's kind of like Active been around right. yeah um, but yeah he he does he sings it and then Ricky Martin sings it in the Spanish version that's yeah. amazing and mm. Jim Gately sang it as well right yeah Boys Own did a cover of it and they play it at the end of the film in the credits and Michael Bolton sings it whoa this is a lot of, of boyos yeah. singing the big sad yeah, song yeah. it's like they're making like an instant standard yeah having like four different versions <laughs> yeah. of it out there it's such an audition song as well. oh, Michael totally Bolton is, yeah. like I feel like oh, even in 97 like people have to know Michael Bolton was cringe didn't they yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We but he's, a... he's come back he's reclaimed it now he's ironic now though yeah, so it's okay because yeah. he's on like Lonely Island and... we were in a hotel in, yeah we were in a hotel in Clarny um, a couple of months ago and they just played Michael Bolton non-stop I was like what is happening? One manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 One manager yeah. is setting the tone. Yeah. I used to work in a bookshop and every Spotify. Christmas, we used to have different days where we'd have a different turn on the Christmas mm. playlist and mine was just all Mariah Carey. Yeah. It's all for Christmas is you like 18 times Great in a row. Choice. And you know, sometimes 
like, why does that shop always write songs? Because one person <laughs> yeah. fucking cares. So whoever is chilling with Michael Bolton in Killarney wants you to know yeah. about their passion. See, I worked in Woody's for years, like when I was in secondary school and college and after college. And um, we used to have like real music, but then they got rid of it for non-copyrighted stuff because it was Weird. like so much cheaper. Um, so I really missed music in 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 shops but like all that was on the original playlist was Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls yeah mm-hmm. Trouble by Ray LaMontagne and then strangely enough Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne that's a it's quite, it's quite a mix isn't it for a yeah, long yeah. shift I'd and, say. So, yeah. and Danny California by the Red Hot Chili Peppers was sometimes that would float in and out as well but then they got rid of it for the non that's a real mood <laughs> yeah. all of those are just a real so I think I probably would have taken Michael Bolton at work over even the non-copyrighted stuff that's a more variety at least mm. yeah. so but yeah like, he thinks that but, but it's good that the song like that became a standard again even from a B a tier like I guess Colours of the Wind is your kind of banger from Pocahontas yeah. I feel like every sad, film has one banger. song like yeah. one really I don't know any songs from Hunchback yeah, neither do I, really. Mm. At all. Like, Cassie's <laughs> back has straightened. No, there's loads of bangers for Hunchback of Notre Dame. I've never seen it. There's a scary judge, I didn't like him. There's, that was like, I remember yeah. watching him being like, yeah, I don't no, like no, scary it judge. It comes to mind. Did mm. it not burn him to death or something? In the, it's a horrible I time. Mean, but even Colours of the Wind doesn't really have much of a lasting no. legacy, really. It's not, you don't really mention it. Um, like, I feel like every film has like, like one like standout song and then some films like Beauty and the Beast has like a like pretty strong a lot of bangers like that's, yeah. that's a- when I went to see the live action version which I hated every minute of um, <laughs> other than one four second interlude in the middle of Be Our Guest as sung by um, Ewan McGregor yeah um, where during the there, I made my my husband come home and listen to different versions of the. <laughs> he's so patient and kind. Um, Be our guest is also in my most played on Spotify. Just banger, but like I really, I was really interested in which is the which version of Gaston slaps the hardest. The answer is the original Broadway cast. Um, but the there's a moment in the new Be Our Guest uh, where Lumiere says culinary cabaret, oh, yeah. and there was like a two bars of the the opening music from um the movie cabaret oh from yeah. like there's like the, there's a really particular piano motif that plays for about a second and a half and i nearly left my That's body so with i was like reward me reward me fucking for listening to musicals forever but um yeah all the music from beauty and the beast slaps um i hate it because i've been oversaturated with it um, now, like the, I like the music, but the like mm-hmm. I, I could take or leave it in general. Like I don't have any growl yeah, for it, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but the music does objectively slap. Um, really good. Little Mermaid largely slaps. Uh, Aladdin and Lion King. Aladdin, totally slaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the Lion King is all about going good Elton John shit, you mm. know. Um, yeah, no, there there are some like solid soundtrack experiences, but like Hercules is coming in at a different yeah. level because it's weird. Hercules is. You can listen to it as a non-Disney album. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's but my gripe with Hercules is that there's not enough music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there's really only there's only really songs? it's not like there's a couple of like the gospel. You know they do like three versions of the gospel. Interlude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have like Go the Distance, Filled song. Oh yeah, yeah. Is, um, what's that called? Who plays Phil? It's not it's Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. It is Danny DeVito. Yeah. Danny DeVito. I was like, it isn't him because there are so many, I think it was Detective Pikachu where I was like, he's going to be played by Danny DeVito. And I don't know <laughs> what internet brain worms made me think that that was real. Oh, and it's a total like proto Frank Reynolds yeah. as well as the start. Yes. <laughs> it's to- like, I, mm. And then I realized, then was like doubting that myself yeah. that Danny DeVito had ever done anything that wasn't <laughs> It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. And I'm like, no, he fucking did yeah. play. He 
did play so they, they approached him to do Phil and he was like yeah I'll do it but I don't want to audition and they were like no you have to audition so he's like well I'm not going to audition so they auditioned people but didn't find anyone they were happy with so they went back to him and they were like mm, fine you can have the job and they didn't have anyone for Hades and he was like what about my good pal Jack Nicholson Whoa. Oh. so there's like Fucking yikes they had mocked up um they had mocked up like Hades as so I think maybe they had done like a mock up of what Hades would look like. Whoa! And they showed it to him, and he was like, "Kind of looks like Jack Nicholson." And they were like, "Okay, let's ask Jack Nicholson." So they offered him half a million to do the film, and he was like, mm, "I'll do the film, but I want fifteen million and half of the proceeds from all the merch." And they were like, "Okay, well, back to the drawing board then, because <laughs> we don't have that money." Um, that but is yeah. obscene. Mm, but that's right. what he did for Batman. He got a percentage. Yeah. He got a percentage of merch that's for Batman. Why, that's yeah. why. Um, that's why he wanted to do it because mm. he was like, "This is like this is where the money is." Like, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then John Lithgow had recorded the whole film as Hades. Really? No. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, "Something's just not working out." I think they auditioned like eight different people for it. I really want to hear that. I would love to hear that. Mm. They auditioned like Michael Keaton, like like. Really well. Michael Keaton would have been good. Yeah, think? Michael Keaton would have been good. Yeah. yeah. And Hades doesn't sing in it, does he? Um, no. He doesn't no. have a song. Does, does he, he's like no. the only villain that doesn't, doesn't have a song. Yeah. yeah. And then, so they they had done it with John Lithgow, and they were just like, something's not right. And then, um, so I don't know. Like they, so they went to James Woods, and John Lithgow had done it, and the way they had envisaged it, like Hades was like. Like he talked like really slow and it was mm. like real ominous and stuff. And then James Woods was like, well, I'm going to play it like a used car salesman. And mm. he came in and read for it and they were like, actually, this is perfect. And it is perfect. Yeah. And there isn't really a villain like him who he feels like he's operating. Like, I think he's so fun. Pop culture references and things like he feels like he's operating on a slightly different. Mm. He's moving too fast for everyone around him, which yeah. is kind of what a good villain should be. Yeah. Mm. But like, like he's a villain and he's awful. And the things he wants to do are awful. But he's so fun. Like yeah, every he's time so he's on screen, fun. I'm like, yeah. You understand why Persephone's like, I'm just gonna come down here <laughs> yeah. every year, bitch. Like, I'm gonna it's chill out three months. Mm, like, but apparently in mythology, like he's not, he's not bad. Like he just no, was down there. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, 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 just, just paying, getting the bills paid, you know. Um, and then yeah, he had so. his, he had his little, and as is always uh, typical of the '90s Disney vibes, he had his two little sidekicks. Yeah, he had pain, pain and panic. panic. Um, who are sort of the like, like the Iago to Jafar and the like, um, the hyenas, the hyenas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like and what's it, your man from Beauty and the Beast? Uh, he, LeFou, LeFou. Um, yeah. and uh, Ursula's eels, the, the, the yeah. cat destroyers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will never watch that film the same way. Again no, it's been ruined. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just what we're doing now. And I was just like, you know, every so often I feel like we should just unplug the internet and I'll go live in a farm. But then sometimes I just feel like there's no point off. in my life where I wasn't conscious of the cock destroyers now. Like, mm. I'm just like, I don't like know where you came out They've of, just always been here. But you, you're just everywhere. Delighted but also, I know I'll never bring it up in conversation with someone I don't know from Twitter yeah I'd be like how could you explain it yeah like my parents are going to listen to this and they're going to be like <laughs> oh was that bit in the middle when you were talking that? about Fatsman Jetson yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. clocks yeah. clocks just like, clock my mother does this, this <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and a heavy man and every so often I'm just like I'm really really sorry about saying I'd step on Michael Sarah's neck I'm so sorry like, I'm sorry you know but like also what? come, come 
on, I'm Who not, could blame me? I'm, not, I'm, I'm taking Harriet the Spy home. Fuck you all. You know? I'm not 12. I am 12. Ah, I'm a couple of 12s. Fuck you. I don't know. I love you, Matt. Sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, so the the, 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 the little psychics. Yeah. Like, what are pain and panic. Like, just little who are brilliant and so horrible and no. like... Little shapeshifter yeah. They turn into worms at the start. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. They're not worthy. But like, I know. Like and they, the, they turn into kids and they're just all like oh, manipulative yeah. and gross. Jeepers, mister. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, oh my God. I'm like, you little shit. <laughs> yeah. Should have been crushed under that rock. Oh, and they're so. Because they are gas, but they're fucking horrible as well. Yeah, but they're stupid. Like, yeah, they're, they're yeah. bad psychics. Like, they literally do not do anything like properly for him which is fine like obviously mm. you don't Good want foils. him to feet. or he's the foil and they're yeah. like yeah they're, they, they, they operate in the but way even like the, with their introduction like and again obviously he did not get this as a child but like when he like come, gets back to the underworld and he like shouts for pain and he comes down the stairs and he goes coming your most lugubriousness oh like, I can still hear so that funny yeah. Like, yeah and then panic yeah panic comes down and, like trips and gets stuck in his arse and then he's like pain and like swings around and panic is like sticking out of his arse and he's like and panic like they're so funny and oddly oddly iconic in that way then do you mm. know and I, I can see them I can see one of them drinking from the Hercules cup oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. and like or the sandals <laughs> yeah yeah the air herx yeah, yeah. yeah. air herx definitely exists so funny I just they thought they look kind of dashing yeah but I, I'm gonna see if we can buy air herx but it's it's funny cause, so that's one of those like pop culture things that like might not have translated like 20 years down the line but like air jordans are still a oh, thing yeah. I'm very happy to let you know my friends that air herx do exist <laughs> They are currently out of stock. <laughs> but they're they are $35. Yeah. They're like, oh my God. They're like Tevas. I feel like they're the kind of thing that you'd be wearing to Longitude today, ironically. Oh my you know? God. Oh, yeah. um, so but I might also kind of buy them. <laughs> I'm very impressed that they, they do exist. My yeah. favourite bit of Pain and Panic is when um, Meg and her teeth are like on their date and they're, they've like shifted into two birds. Oh yeah. She realises they're like on the bird bath and one of them's like, hurry up. And then the other one goes, get the good sister. Like it, that just... <laughs> cracks me up like it's real it's good. so funny I like that they I like their shape shifting as well do you know yeah, they had that lovely yeah. colour scheme that colour palette of the whole the Pantone mm. colour scale for the whole film is delightful and yeah. like oh, yeah. so I watched good the, I rented the rented the HG version of it last night from Google Play it is gorgeous yeah it's so nice everything's to look so at. crisp the colours are beautiful in it. Yeah. it really is amazing like the only bit that's yeah. not nice to look at is the CGI Hydra yeah yeah, which is such a shame yeah. there's always yeah. something like that but apparently know? it took them like a year or 18 months or something to do the Hydra <laughs> yeah and they had like 13 different like animators and stuff or not animators but, but I don't know like I know nothing about these kind of things mm. but they had like 13 a different lot of people head working yeah. on it yeah 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 because yeah. it has 30 heads by the end I suppose if you compare it to what's happening in like Bugs Life and Ants at the same time yeah it is quite a complex yeah kind of yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot going on, and that like Hydra is so fucking gross. Like I, mm. the, the, oh and the way that I can still see the, the like the the like viscous fluids that this, comes off and the, the like, scales, the tuna steak. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. And it's the gone. weird and the steam. Yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. like, why is there steam coming out of you? Like I don't. This isn't normal. It's good detail work and then, though. Like, when, when the the three heads come out, they're like <gasps> in this sack. Oh, like yeah. oh, mm. it's just minging. Like it's brilliant. I was watching it this morning. Totally to and I was like, yeah. oh, Jesus, <laughs> like, this isn't okay. I was like, eating a twister. I was like, I'm not able to Because what happens is that there's a cave in, and that's when he kind of emerges all glowy, yeah, so right? The, so yeah. they do. So Hades finds out the pain and panic did not kill Hercules as yeah. a child. So, like, 
the last couple drop. Of, couple of nitpicks here. The now. last drop yeah, in the bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They, yeah you have to drink the, the, the last drop. Thing, yeah, yeah. Like, there's one drop left. But, like, I don't want to ruin my own favourite Disney film. But oh, we like, all do it here. <laughs> like, like, why didn't Hades know they hadn't died? He was the one matching all the souls down in the river sticks. Like, that's true. So that's a bit of an oversight. Mm-hmm. And number two, how did you go 18 years without there being any mention of the fact? So like, you know, they say in the film that um, Zeus sent all the gods to look for Hercules, but by the time they found him, it was too late and he couldn't come back to Mount Olympus. So Zeus and Hera know, and all the gods know, that he's alive but living as a mortal on Earth. Mm. How did that not reach down to... Uh, Especially because they didn't know that Hades was the one responsible for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So someone would have yeah. mentioned it. We, and it's not like they weren't gossiping because all these gods out here in mythology writing each other and doing yeah. terrible <laughs> shit to each other. Everyone is talking shit. They're like, nothing up on mm. Mount Olympus. Yeah, they've nothing yeah. else to be doing. Like, Hades you know? is right. He says that he's like, unlike all the rest of you gods up here, I have a full-time gig, yeah, which yeah. you so kindly bestowed on me. <laughs> I can Zeus. see him saying yeah. it. Yeah. What I love so much about Hades is that he calls everyone babe. Oh. Yeah. When, when Zeus is like, come and join the party and he's like, Love to, babe, but can't. And then he says a bit about the job. So he's yeah. like, love to, but can't. Yeah, it's yeah. so funny. Let me tell you about the uh, Hades musical on the Disney. Oh my God, tell me everything. So it's called Villains the, Tonight. The M-U-S-E. M-U-S-E. Cool, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Lads. Yeah. So the plotline is that basically there's not enough evil left in the world. So the fates are going to basically cancel all the villains. Three, three bitches. Yeah. yeah. So they're up. There's, there's actually like proper fates puppets. Amazing. Um, and they come out and they talk to With Hades. With one eyeball. Yeah. yeah. It's, and they're perfect. So Hades is played by basically the most insult comic-y member of the cast on the ship at that time. Excellent. So he does basically do the whole thing as like an MC. Like oh, chatting to the audience so and like funny. throwing out reference, like throwing out lots of modern references. Mm-hmm. Like the, Disney had just bought Star Wars when we saw it, so he was like, "Listen, all the great films of history." He was like, "And Darth Vader, we own him now." <laughs> <laughs> so he, so he sends off Pain and Panic, who are in this are two grown men in Pain and Panic costumes. Excellent. Which is embarrassing, but good <laughs> at the same paid, time. Sir, get yeah. paid. So they go off and catch up with all the other Disney villains, what they're up to. So like Isma is like uh, Anna Wintour, and what? she has like an, sorry, she has an electro. Oh yeah, she has like an electro pop runway walk. What song. was she in again? Empress, uh, Empress New Groove. Groove. Oh, again, that's very a unrated. Great modern, but very unrated. I would probably say yeah. yeah, modern C list. It's not amazing. part of that. Did what they call like the Disney Renaissance. Also, not a musical films from yeah yeah yeah. Just a weird eighty nine to ninety nine. They did ten films that they refer to as the Disney Renaissance. Hmm. Mm-hmm. These are facts. Yeah. So we open with these, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we meet up with Jafar and Iago who have um, split uh, unamicably, and there's a Jerry Springer show with reuniting them. <laughs> oh wow! So wow. there is a guy with an Iago puppet, and like there's a camera following him out and stuff like Jerry Springer and <laughs> stuff. It's, it's great. And who else so did he meet up with? Oh, Cruella de Vil Excellent. Also has uh, an amazing song and then everything. The whole stage is like black and white geometric. It's amazing. She's an unreal villain. Yeah, yeah she's, she's awesome. like but, one of my faves. But the Hades is great. It's like this again. It's this wise cracking, yeah. super quick guy. And obviously he's reading. It's all a script, but he feels really spontaneous. I'm sure yeah. this is watchable on YouTube. I'm sure somebody is there with a sneaky. Uh, it's very much frowned upon. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay. Disney. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Disney Cruise. It's, been, dis- it's yeah, been discontinued yeah. as well. It was replaced by oh, Tangled really? like two years ago. Fucking Tangled. So. Oh. Yeah, shame. Tangled and Musical's I, very good though. Yeah, I, I enjoy I like Tangled. Tangled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just don't like the animation. I, I just... watched it, um, I like went to my sister's house to, under the guise of visiting my nieces and then I was like, God, uh, maybe we should 
put on a DVD and the kids are like, oh, I don't want to watch Tangled. And I was like, I'll just put it on. Like the background. You can pop yeah, in yeah, if yeah. you want. I'll be here. Um, but yes, it's it's good. I like that. And Mother Gothel is a good, good film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't warm to it. I just didn't. I, I Again, bangers, like some great tunes, but like, I just don't like Yeah, it's probably not one I'd go back and watch again mm. loads. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I did enjoy it. Um, but what was I saying about... Oh yeah, so, sorry. <laughs> All the way back. Uh, Hades finds out that they haven't killed Hercules yes. because Meg lets it slip. So he, like... So she knows he's going to Thebes and then she comes and finds him and she's like, these two boys are trapped under a rock. There was a, like, a rock lapse or whatever. But that's pain and panic. And there's a big boulder on top of them. Yeah. And it's all, it's to lure him down. Into the bit. To yeah. the Hydra. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they pretend to be kids because they're fucking assholes. Yeah, because they're <laughs> little shits. Yeah. So they so. do have the capability, narratively, to actually do wrong. Mm. And the the setting up of them as capery and nonsense. Yeah. Like, mm. Well, they were going to kill him in yeah, the start. They were like, they were going to kill yeah, a baby. Panic is literally like, can we just get on with it? Like, he's like, angsty to kill the, the kids. the storytelling makes you kind like, of forget that. Kind of, and then they, Sweet yeah, again. there's like, a really funny bit at the end. So you know they they do that thing where they like transform into like a lady horse to seduce oh, Pegasus. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was so funny. And there's a real like Looney Tunes ish kind, like his reaction or like you know, his eyes like bug out and yeah. does this real big noise. Like it's it's just really funny. Um, but at the end when um Hercules has like released the gods and he's like defeating the Titans and like um Pegasus is just like kicking the shit out of the two, two of them and Payne is like <laughs> I was genuinely attracted to you I'm really sorry and it's just it's so funny you know his voice is so ridiculous yeah. like it's really funny um, and yeah Pegasus is just like I think he's literally like using his two front legs oh he hasn't to, pinned like, down he's just like, yeah, to, like speed bagging him yeah. and there's a funny bit just before that when Hermes gets released and he's like clattering the two of them like it's really funny he's really yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like I feel like I think about Pegasus so like I, I when I was a kid I wanted nothing more than a toy mm. Pegasus for like, years I had in my head that he was a unicorn but I don't know where I got that mm. he he's just a flying horse just yeah. flying just, yeah. just a Pegasus just a Pegasus his little headbutt is the sweetest thing oh it's such God. a nice little touch lovely and like little touch. Yeah. baby Pegasus and baby Hercules oh, yeah. so good so oh good God, so cute so fucking cute like and like again didn't realise this as a kid but when Zeus is creating him like he makes you know the way they make everything out of clouds on Mount mm. Olympus so he's like a little bit of cumul- uh, cumulus a little bit yeah. of nimbus stratus so like I'm all like, the cloud oh, names I get that now genius yeah. geography yeah yeah I'm there um, oh I want to mention one of my absolute favourite bits of animation in like any Disney film which I spotted last night when uh, Megan Hercules are on their date and oh, they're walking back they're walking backwards she's oh, walking yeah, backwards yeah. and she bumps off a Cupid statue yeah. and kind of looks at it as in it's her poke yeah, yeah. she's like that's a bit on the nose kind of look yeah. it's, it's amazing a little bit of it's like character so animation good. I just wanted to get yeah. mention that because I loved and it and that bit has one of my favourite parts which is where Phil arrives on Pegasus and Pegasus is a helicopter like his oh, yeah. wings <laughs> yeah. are like circling around his head and he has like a candle on his head as like a torch and Meg blows it out when he's like Assassinating yeah. There's so many lovely like detail, but like that, even that that blowout and that mm. like that like like arrow thing, yeah. and like the details of the clouds, like and even it was a painter panic who was like, I really was attracted. Like yeah. there's so many tiny things that are happening in front yeah. of you. Mm. Like it's not, it's not all deliberate broad sweep storytelling. Yeah, it's got whispers in the corner. It's got 
like rewards again yeah. for paying mm. attention like it's got yeah. texture it's like the music has texture yeah. mm. like it's a really really textured piece of animation a textured story and I don't maybe this is getting older but I think objectively as a, a piece of work I don't know if Disney films are like that anymore I don't know if there's any film as witty as, as Hercules yeah, mm. yeah like even the bit like where the fates start to tell so you know they're, they're, they're like they, they know everything you know and he's like I was at a party and it got delayed and they're like we know and he's like I know you know I get the concept <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he wants him them to tell him um, like is Hercules gonna like foil his plan or whatever and they, they start to tell him they're like in 18 years precisely the planets will, will align mm-hmm. nicely yeah, yeah. and then he goes Ever like so oh verse like you know like even that like he's like a fucking poem like just get to the point would you um, I think like little things like that make mm. it so funny um, and it's like I was actually listening to something about Hercules a months ago and um, they were saying like both Phil and Hades do this kind of like they're nearly like Jewish characters and they were kind of putting it down to the fact that Seinfeld was so popular at the time that mm. they were kind of playing off that but they do a lot of like oi they and yeah, like yeah. Mm. the Jewishy the Jewishy New Yorkie yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and there's like a bit in it where um, Hades refers to Hercules as a schlemiegel Oh, which is Yiddish, right? I yeah. presume yeah. so. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it means, but I'm like, that sounds fucking brilliant. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good, it's a good button. But like, <laughs> it's just so fun. And even like, Phil is always like, oi, they, like, it's this real, yeah, this real kind of New Yorkie thing. Mm. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. a really particular kind of ca- kind of character mm. uh, that I don't think you see very much now. No. Yeah, because Thebes is totally supposed to be New York. When they oh, yeah, the big olive. Yeah. If you can make it here, kids, you can make it anywhere. Like, the big olive, fuck's sake. Like, that is a clever joke. Again, I I cannot imagine the Greeks took that well. No, like, <laughs> and they have like a Greek urn with like a. It's basically meant to be like a stop and go yeah, thing, yeah. and they turn it around. So, so funny. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy buy some dogging. Yes, <laughs> so good. And you see that from the back, and he like pulls open his cape, and they're like, gee, like you know. And so you're I, like, presume they're like. But what about a, a sundial? Is such a good fucking yeah, yeah, joke. Yeah, what about like, a sundial? It's so funny. Joke. But I presume they're making a gag that like it's a flasher. Like, yeah. But then he's just like his cloak is like. Two things are happening at once. Yeah. It's. Oh. Yeah, it's really funny. Operating at such fucking like levels now. Like. Yeah, it's it's really good. I had a, um, I have an extensive list here. Excellent. Uh, oh god, this is fantastic. Uh, oh yeah, you know what I was gonna say. Um, the bit with the fates where they're like, we know everything, past, present, and future. You know, they each say individually, past, present, and future. And then the one who says future, elbows panic. I think, and she goes indoor plumbing. It's gonna be big. <laughs> <laughs> They're so great. They are hilarious. And I, there's a bit in that as well when uh, he's trying to like just convince them to like tell him about like Hercules or whatever. And he's like, did you? Because she, she has like three hairs on each side of her head. And he goes, you look great. Did you get your hairs cut? Like your hairs. <laughs> Even that like cracked me up. And then one falls off in his hand like as he's, as he's saying it. And I th- ha- the hands are really distinct. Like the, yeah. all the touching and the like yeah. mandibles and yeah. like... The uh, the the three like I can see their like their teethlessness, yeah. you know, like they're they're so distinct. Yeah, they're so gummy, like. Mm. But like, how bold of Disney to make a gr- a, a gross looking thing? Yeah, Do you like know? when the spider comes the out of her nose and she yes. lifts it back up. Yes. The Fates and the Titans are both they're both like out of like Fantasia almost. Yes, yeah. they're that From a kind different of, time. Yeah, or something. the Titans are really cool. They're, they're so, so cool. other otherworldly, yeah. like it's really Except good. Except for and he's not a Titan, that Ming and Cyclops. 
with his long yeah, nails. So oh my gross. god, his nails bother me so much. And they zoom in on his bloody toenails so many times. I'm like, <laughs> stop, like we get it. Like he's minging. It's good, but like making monsters gross instead of cool is a really interesting take as well. Yeah, like, yeah, because cool if you're, yeah, like ugly people are bad. Yeah, that's yeah. what they're trying oh, yeah, to get always, at. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Old people and ugly. Yeah, yeah old people. Yeah, exactly. Every time. Every time. Yeah. With Disney, we're, we're like, we always say, you know, all our faves are problematic. You know, yeah. it is still questionable. And I would say, as somebody who was like even mad at, I was even kind of mad at Brave. You know, I'm yeah. always kind of disquieted. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, I could imagine being from Greece, you're like, actually, fuck this. You know? Yeah. There's so much in it to be actually fuck this about. Yeah. As there is across the board. But all our faves are problematic and we have well, to love what we love as well. Speaking of problematic people, it's obviously James Woods. Yeah. Big yeah. Yikes. Big gotta, yikes. gotta really separate the art from the artist there in that <laughs> oh. case. Like, I think with this, it's easy to do because it's so old. It's animated as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but another really problematic person features in this film. So you know at the start when there's like a man's voice and it's like long time ago in oh, ancient yeah. Greece. Troughton Heston. No. Mm. Yeah. Weird. Mm, he's like president of the NRA or something yeah. now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What a weird take. Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. But, but think- then it's really funny because when the muses like, are like, we'll take over from here and then he goes, you go, girls. It's like, I kind of love that you got Troughton Heston to say you go, yeah. girls. Yeah. Yeah. Once his fucking yeah. Life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think Disney have to have at least one problematic right-wing person in all their major films like yeah. Tim Allen or Craig T. Nelson in The Incredibles. Oh, you always have to have one who's gone a bit trumpy. Yeah. 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 Well, they really hit the jackpot with this. Yeah. 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 It's a shame. It is. But we well, have yeah. Susan Egan for it, you know. We exactly. Have, like, and Tate Donovan. Donovan. Lovely Tate Donovan. Yeah. Who's Tate Donovan? He was, Jennifer, he was Jennifer Aniston's fiance, fiance for oh. a while in the 90s. Yeah. He played Jimmy Cooper in The O.C. Oh, okay. dad. oh, oh, weird. And he was, oh, and he was Joshua I, in Friends. So yeah. Oh, he was oh, Joshua. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's how they met, I think. I think so, yeah, 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 yeah. I totally forgot about that. Oh, he was Hercules. Yeah. yeah. So he's Hercules once he is, like... Grown Hercules. Grown Hercules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's, he's actually really good. Um, mm. But he just kind of, like... I like Hercules because, like... I mean, like Neger says, he's like, it's like, you're so stupid. <laughs> yeah, and he's, like, he's like really naive or something. Like he's really like, he's a bit innocent. Like there's even a bit, and like obviously this line has not aged well at all. But like um, after he's defeated the river guardian, Nessus, and he, uh, she goes, oh, you know what men are like? They think no means yes. And leave me alone means take me, I'm yours. But he just looks at her like he doesn't get it at all. Totally mm. blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's he's like, he's been off in like a convent with with fucking Phil. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Growing into his hands over the course of about <laughs> two years. Like, knuckles, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh no, everything's proportionate. But I don't know how to talk to girls. Like, and you, every time he's with yeah. her, he's so nervous. He's like, he just kind of like stammers a lot. He's like, uh, you Which know, is lovely. Like, it's yeah, so it's endearing. Cute, like, yeah. it's nice. And mm. like her narrative is as well as it like. She sort of had a horrible fella for a long time. Like she is not. She is definitely Literally not your like soul. pure as as virgin snow mm. uh, Disney princess. Which is really you know? funny because obviously Hercules is meant to be eighteen, so I presume she's meant to be about the same age. I'm probably a little bit older. Well, obviously, I'd say. Things yeah. She's been around she a bit earlier. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good woman. She knows her way around. She, she knows sold her soul. Like sold her soul. So her arc is deeply tragic. You know that bit where she's like um, Hades after they've had their date and Hades turns up and. Uh, oh. She's like he he's uh he's different he's kind and sweet and whatever and he's like he's a guy and I'm like yeah Meg like at the end of the day he's a fella <laughs> that's like, true you're still, <laughs> yeah, yeah. come on Meg <laughs> so you're all together babe. like yeah. Yeah. mind your heart you poor girl <laughs> yeah. for God's sake she's like, probably quite young if she sold her soul for a man 
yeah. I would say yeah. probably 18 to 23. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's... Uh, you would, you but would ambiguous, that. ambiguous historical ages mean that she's probably 12. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, true. come on. Yeah. Like, don't try and date any of this into accuracy. Mm. But I always got the vibe that she was older than her. Yeah, kids. she because, well, she's more worldly of an mm. even, isn't she? Like, mm. she's so, like, she kind of knows what she's about. don't even know if there are any other... I guess Esmeralda maybe had a push that there are any other Disney princesses who are, like, gals of the world. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Who are like, kind of I hatched like. in a castle, my parents yeah. are dead. I'm but asleep now. Like, there's no... They're also sheltered. Like, yeah. Ariel literally can't wait to get out of that ocean. Yeah. Yeah, she's in captivity. Yeah. And like, they're, so they're all, like, in captivity for a long time, whereas Esmeralda and Meg, who are both, I guess, villainized in some way, in their own ways, or like, shunned in their own ways, mm. are women who exist outside of the primary narrative and have a life that we have not seen yeah. entirely. Like, we are not growing up with those yeah. female characters. They are just, they arrive complete and ready to progress. Yeah. You know, like, me, what is actually kind of modern in its way, I hesitate to call anything uh, really progressive, but like, Meg definitely does fall in love with Hercules and her, her arc narratively is, is changed by his presence and her love for him. But like she was, she was busy before. Yeah, yeah. Like she's a heroine who doesn't need to be saved. Like no. he, he says, I thought you were a damsel in distress. And she says, I'm a damsel, I'm in distress. I can handle it. But she has been handling yeah. it. Exactly. Have a nice day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you don't really, and now, and again, that would have been nearly one of the first times you would have had somebody operating again on a postmodern level and talking about the damsel yeah. in the film. Whereas now they do it all the time and it's like, okay, we understand now. Yeah. We learn the feminism, get too money. Okay, we, we get it, you know. But that in 1997? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of an outlier. Totally. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think that's why I like her so much. Like, she's so different. Yeah, a good yeah. shock. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. a nice surprise or something. She's oh. not just hanging around waiting for a fella. No. Like... Oh Meg, <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't want a bit more of Meg, you know. I feel like did she have another song that didn't make it in? There's a few so, songs that didn't make it in, isn't there? Her song was originally called um, "I Can't Believe My Heart," and then when the animator, so Meg's animator, when he heard it, he was like, "No, that's ridiculous. Like she would never fall that easily for someone." Yeah. So they rewrote her song to be, "I Won't Say I'm in Love," or which I can't is a banger, love, which yeah, is yeah, yeah, a true tune. banger, like mm. a really rare one. Yeah, do were any songs written out of us? Uh, I don't mind? know. It's it's such a short soundtrack, which is such I know, a shame. A waste. And, and even that song is only like two minutes and twenty seconds long. It's not mm. long enough. Like that isn't th- that is not even a three minute bang. Yeah. Jesus, there's no musical interlude in there. Like yeah. it's not drawn out. Like you know. Yeah. Now I I am gonna be spending the rest of the summer listening to this fucking. Yeah. <laughs> well worth it. Are we missing any of your notes? Uh, I'll have a quick check. I say quick check this uh, amazing this list, list because like I'm like, I'm so living long. for how comprehensive this yeah. is. This is giving me extra years onto my life. Oh, I love the bit at the start where uh, Hades arrives at the party and he goes, "I haven't been this choked up since I got a hunk of moussaka caught in my neck." And then he's like, "There, no one's laughing," and he's like. He's like, is this a party or a mosaic? Because they're oh. all just standing around, which is like so funny. Um, let me see. It's details like mosaic and big, big olive, and mm. like there, it's all those. Uh, nothing is gone overlooked <laughs> yeah. in the dialogue. Like it's so succinct. I just passed my giant pecs note. Uh, oh yeah, I have here. Phil should be on a lift because he is so evidently a pervert. Oh yeah. Yeah, like when he chases those imps. Yeah. yeah. Like, the very first time we see him, he's. In a peeping tongue. Yeah, literally yeah. like a foyer, yeah. like he's yeah. disgusting. Definitely you can you can listen to I Can't Believe My Heart as sung by Susan Egan on YouTube. Oh, it does exist. The recording is real. Oh yeah. I have another note here. When they're arrive at Phil's Island and they're like going into like his little tree house mm. and Pegasus gets stuck in the door. Pegasus's arse is so funny. I've just written down here, you can tell I was hungover doing this. Pegasus art Pegasus stuck in the door. 
pick T H I C C. It yeah. is, yeah, actually. Yeah. I don't think about it, yeah. Um, and then there's a bit where, like, when they go in and Hercules hits his head and he goes, watch it, that's the master of the Argo. Oh, um, wow. But isn't that, like, how Jason died? He yeah. hit his head on the mast of the Argo? Did he? Yeah, apparently. What, what, just drop it in and walk on yeah, from it. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then he's like, the Argo? And he goes, who do you think thought Jason how to sail? Mm. Cleopatra? Yeah. So, there's a couple of bits like that, because um, one of Hercules' first, like, uh, legends was that he was found um, killing two snakes. And obviously oh, pain and panic are snakes when yeah. they finally start. Yeah. And he also challenged Dionysus to a drinking contest. At the end, Dionysus sprays champagne all over him. When he brings oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's another great word as well when Phil is talking about all the heroes that he's trained and he's like, um, whatever, what did he say? Oh yeah, Perseus, loads of them. He's like, a lot of yusses. And then he's like, and then there was Achilles. And then he was like, he oh. had it all. And then he's like, if it wasn't for that flushlugging a heel, which I presume is another Yiddish word. Is, yeah, I have yeah. no idea what it means, but it's yeah. brilliant. Um, and then he like crack, he like flips the whole statue whole thing yeah. breaks. Yeah. And they say that to him again in Peeves. They're like, hey, isn't that the guy that trained Achilles? And they're like, nice work on those heels. You <laughs> missed a spot. And he just like loses it and starts like beat the shit out of them. Achilles is similar. I guess the, the Hercules story is similar. The one that was in the movie is similar to the Achilles thing because it's is he dipped in the thing by his ankle? Yeah. yeah. And like it's the last it's drop. It's the spot. And yeah. it, mm. the last drop is the weakness in Achilles, but the last drop is what saves Hercules. Mm. Yeah. So it's like a yeah. nice there's a nice uh, yeah that's pretty cool there. isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just love that Phil song as well like in the la- you know when, and that's the whole montage of like Hercules mm. doing his training um, it's, it's the you've it's the you've never had a friend like me yeah uh, style montage they, they kind of have that in a lot of Disney films like there's a song where like the main character like grows up in the song mm. you know um, but in that like in the last verse he's like um, I'm down to uh, one last hope and my last high note because like Danny DeVito not renowned for singing, obviously. Yeah. No. But he did uh, a great job, though. Oh, like, he does such did. a good yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, and he kind of like talks his way through it as well, which is good. Um, he carries it in a way that doesn't feel stilted or like too much work. Yeah, he, he's um, yeah, he makes he makes a really good job of that one. I think. My God, I had a lot of notes here. <laughs> oh yeah, this is a great one. You know, when they're trapped under the rock and pain and panic like they're the two little boys and one of them goes someone call IXII which is obviously 911 <laughs> in Roman numerals yeah yeah it's so good and again like didn't get that as a kid yeah but so, now so much of it then like it's yeah. like it's like this fucking perfect like Jenga tower mm. do you know what I mean of yeah. like really delicately hilariously written dialogue so good um, oh yeah and there's a great bit where they're like there's a tour you know when you see these girls trying to like break into his house oh yeah and they're doing a tour and the tour guide goes um Next, we're going to go to the Pex and Flex gift shop where you can buy uh, our, he- our he- hero's 30-minute workout scroll buns of bronze. That's pretty great. <laughs> so like Jane Fonda for the ancient Greeks or something. Even the tour structure is like a Disney tour as well. Though, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's, like that's, it's all within the Disney realm of in-jokes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like on your yeah. left is Hercules, whatever. Yeah, like yeah. It's Disney is always talking to Disney. Yeah. But they are doing it in the exact language of Hercules mm. at this point like it is oh, it's so right. funny um, I don't I think if I was to talk about everything on my list I would literally be here for like the whole day um, <laughs> yeah oh the bit where or there, he's like uh, Zeus is like uh, I need more th- th- thunderbolts or whatever lightning bolts and uh, he's like 
whoever is supposed to be like the is forging them he's like he's been captured they've all been captured I've been captured because he's like being whisked away like at the time yeah it's it's just like little stuff like that it's just so funny it definitely feels like a piece like a piece of storytelling made up of all of those tiny connected yeah yeah yeah. that are each individually rewarding there's no scene in it I don't enjoy like you know Mm. and even now like I was cracking up watching it this morning you know what a fucking gift that it lasted that in, in that particular way yeah it yeah. really really holds up I think but I'm probably biased no it's such a like if you, you're listening to all those little bits and none of them are actually relevant to the story no but they don't interfere with the story at no. all they're just all layered they in they add so much colour like yeah. to the film mm. and like I think like all the characters like for a cartoon are like really well realised yeah mm. like you know they have a real distinctive persona like mm-hmm. they don't just exist to, they don't feel like they just exist to drive the narrative forward yeah exactly they meet at different points in their lives they're busy yeah. until this is happening and yeah. I like I like even things like you know after he gets really rich it shows like his parents so like oh. their little house and then the camera pans out yeah. and it's just like this massive temple yeah. in the background <laughs> and they yeah. have like a golden chariot but they still have Penelope the horse who has a headscarf <laughs> yeah and actually, that's how Holbrook is the dad. I'm Amphitryon. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So lots of real famous people. Jesus, it's all star. I feel like we've comprehensively um, lauded Hercules. Yeah, this we've, was fucking amazing. By, by ourselves, so, we've raised it up to I'm the eight so here. I'm so psyched. Thank yeah. you so much, Rina Gallery. No problem. Thank you so much. Where can much, we find Rina. you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at, at @tangerina. It's my handle. And Instagram, it's underscore or Gallagher, I believe. Um, yeah and if anyone wants my list of Hercules details I will send you the screenshots <laughs> in the DMs <laughs> Sarah so thank you thanks for having me yeah. such fun Sarah where can we find you we can find me on Twitter I'm at Grifsky and I'm on Instagram at Sarah Grifsky and if you want to read my weird books uh, they're probably in a bookshop near you Alan where can we find you I am Alan underscore McGuire in all the places uh, Juvenalia is Juvenalia underscore pod on Twitter Juvenalia pod on Instagram uh, thank you so much to Cassie for coming in on a Sunday to mind us and record all of our chatting and business. And yeah. um, thank you to Dee uh, for our fabulous artwork. Um, and uh, thank you to Tall Tales for giving us a home. Yeah, and check out some other Tall Tales podcasts. Mm, like the Creek like Dive. Or Fair Game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also we have a Patreon. So we'll just, we're not going to go into that though. We have it. It's you there. Know where it you is. know where it is. So thank you again to Rena Galler. Yeah. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.